In this episode, Ryan and I discuss stories from the front lines, and it's good for the consumer and the agent. We talk about the 2020 Nelson Nash Institute Think Tank, and we had fun. Hope you enjoy. All right, welcome to the Banking with Life podcast. I'm your host, James Nethery. I'm your co-host, Ryan Griggs. And here we are, you know, having fun as always. We appreciate you listening in. I say it all the time, you know, it's unscripted, conversational, but legitimately, we just sat down with blank notes here, zero <laughs> notes. Listen, we do prepare. There's a nice set. The cameras are nice. That's the already, lighting's listen, nice. Listen, how many times are you going to take credit for the set? You know, it's like it's prepared. This is the way it was when you left last week. Well, I know, but we put the work into it. I don't want people to get the idea that we just He showed up late. What do you mean you, you put the work in? He, he showed up 30 minutes there late. Was traffic. Whoop or whatever. <laughs> no, it's, um, well, sometimes we just, we have a, a longer conversation than others of what we might or might not talk last about. Last week's was like an hour and a half. I mean, this one could be two hours long. I don't know. Who's <laughs> counting? That was a full day last week for me. I mean, because I believe Jan and I spoke or, you know, we recorded a episode. Your wife, Jana, and you My, recorded an interview. Yep. Yep. So it was a long day for me, man. I, I look, I outworked you. You're half my age, and I worked twice as hard as you did. Wow. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Talk uh, about abuse. The theme of today's abuse, <laughs> the abuse of IBC, abuse of the co-host. Uh, this is not abuse of the co-host. We're just like, you know, recognizing what's going on. Oh <laughs> <laughs> wow. But I think that it's a good little segue there into what I think we should talk about is things that can go wrong and uh, different things that on the agent side, on the client side, you know, the part of the questions that can be asked, the the questions that we get, the emailed questions, the emailed questions that people want to ask you, but they ask me instead for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like, and we kind of mentioned it last week, you know, the stories from the front lines. I think that's even going to make it into a title or a theme or something. Yeah. yeah, Regular segment. I like that. I like that idea because, you know, we talk to a lot of people mm-hmm. um, on a weekly basis and a daily basis, and most of it's very pleasant. We learn something from all of the conversations and all of the interactions, and sometimes we have to learn our lessons more than once. <laughs> you know? Learn to say, no. My wife, no. Janet, one time, several years ago, <clears throat> not one time, she's done it many times, grabs my cheeks and says, James... <laughs> Helps me form the word no. <laughs> like I can't say no. Julie, my sister's the same way. You know, I give books away and give this and give that. And she's like, yeah, say no. So I'll practice. No, thank you. And it improves, you know, when we don't speak to the people who maybe aren't ready to have the conversation and we reserve the time for the people who are ready, the quality just of the overall day-to-day interaction improves dramatically, I have found. Yes. There's an appropriate, I think we said in the past, there's an appropriate way to approach the application process to getting dividend paying whole life to implementing infinite banking. And there's an incorrect way. In fact, there's more than one incorrect way. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me count the ways. Okay, well, we, we, I like the stories from the front line because this, this will just fit right in. It will. It will. And part of my frontline experience this past week is dealing with some of that abuse, that some of the things that can go wrong. You know, I think oftentimes the perception is from most people, and because 
uh, dividend paying whole life is such a brand new asset for most people. Starting infinite banking is something brand new. You know, we don't have a comprehensive understanding of what goes on from the client's perspective, what goes on behind the scenes for the agent. Uh, and I think there's a misconception about just what's involved. You know, okay, so I have an agent and uh, he's got a primary profession and thought that he would get into infinite banking, become an agent full time and discovered <laughs> the uh, tremendous amount of behind the scenes work involved. Um, and I think it's oftentimes, you know, cause we've spent plenty of hours talking about illustrations and, you know, the individuals who understandably though, mistakenly will say, Hey, you know, just, can you, can you just send me an, just send me an illustration, you know, mm -hmm. just shoot me one of those over. And I think the reason, the reason I'm mentioning this is because I want to get into the, you know, why we have the reaction we have to that, why it's a pretty visceral reaction. I mean, I don't, the question does bother me and I, it, I'm not bothered that it bothers me. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's, no, you but, can't have, because so much goes in to a proper illustration and so much can go wrong if the illustration isn't done right. Right. If the design of the policy has not been done correctly, yeah. there are so many different things that can go wrong. But yeah. the, the, the consumer doesn't really know how to, they, they, they don't, don't know that that True. creates a visceral reaction right. or and I'm not triggers mad something. Right. They, yeah. you know, and it's legitimate that we all want to see what, you know, is potentially, um, or what is possible. Yeah. So. No, I agree. And in fact, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm going back and watch some of our episodes, you know, and I was like, dang, I was tough on him. I was, dang, I was hard there. And I feel like it comes across like I'm a, I'm too hard on people. Yeah, I understand. And I don't want that to come across. I'm really not that way. Right. I think I said in the previous episodes, like, you know, that a lot goes well, so much goes right. Yeah. But there are those bad apples or those negative experiences and we highlight them because that's because there's much to learn from those negative experiences. And so, but I think it takes a lot of airtime. It feels like I'm beating people up or beating agents up. And sometimes I am, and sometimes I mean it, <laughs> but, <laughs> but not always. Well, but okay. not always. Uh, you know, it's it. Um, I've been told my whole life, and like James, you know, you have a stern look, or you look angry, you look serious, and I'm always smiling on the inside. <laughs> Um, seriously, I'm a happy guy. And then here you are, six, you know, ten, and you know you tower over people. Yeah, it's no, somewhat it's imposing. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just saying that sometimes, you know, you come across or I come across more intimidating than I really am. Or we mistake assertiveness for aggressiveness or passion. You know, when whenever it's okay to be the light, it, it we should be the light. This is what's right. This is why it's right. And by golly, it's okay to point out the darkness or that's, what's wrong. That's exactly right. And, you know, I have some clients, you know, we'll have, and I do this all the time and I shouldn't, but I'll go over my set time with an individual, you know, mm -hmm. one of my people, go run clear over that time. <laughs> I hate doing that, but at other times I don't. And it's, it's like, you know, I had one of my clients, I think he's in New Jersey, New York, New Jersey, one of the two. and New York. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ooh. And <laughs> uh, so we're... Had one of that. that I love the New Yorkers. I just don't like the New York. Uh, never mind. <laughs> I love New York. I love all of our clients in New York. But my gosh, they're almost anti-business. They're anti-capitalist. They're anti. Yeah. Uh, and anyway, okay. So I had I a love, client out there. I love I have New a Yorkers. client out there, 
and did that, ran clear over the time. Really great conversation, mm-hmm. right? First call of the oh, day. Oh, you wouldn't have ran over the time. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. Really great conversation. And at the end of it, I'm thinking back, I'm like, was I a little too tough? <laughs> like, or a little too direct? So I, I had to text him back, be like, listen, thank you for letting me be <laughs> frank and honest with you. And, and harsh. Yes. And he loved it. And abusive. He loved it. I mean, yeah. he said back, he's like, I understand. I understand what it means to be passionate. And because yeah. Nelson came up. And anytime Nelson comes up, it's like. Another layer of passion. Another layer. And protection. Yeah. Yep. Loyalty. Yeah. And. It irritates me, and I just, it doesn't bother me that it irritates me that I see certain things going on among other agents, and not a lot of them, but a few of them, that <clears throat> detracts or distracts from Nelson's legacy, and that I, that irritates the fire out of me. Oh, my, it, that's and all so. over. You see it everywhere. I'm an infinite banking expert, and the guy can't even spell IBC. <laughs> or, you know, oh, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm a becoming your own banker, or whatever they name it, yeah. you know, and it's like, you haven't read Nelson's book more than once, and I no. doubt very seriously if you've read a second or anything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. But I understand you got a, you know, you've got a, a camera in your mama's basement, and you can make a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. knock it out of the park. You got a whiteboard going on there, and like putting uh, mesmerizing people with numbers, it's like, <clears throat> God bless you. And, and that attracts some people. Yeah, absolutely. Right? That's for some people. Not me. I'm like, mm, I, you know, when you've, when you've got to go through a bunch of calculations and examples of numbers, and listen, I've done my share, and I still do my share of mm-hmm. examples trying to convey this idea and how powerful it is. But uh, rest assured that, I avoid that like the plague if I can. Absolutely. So much can, as soon as you get, and I'm starting to feel it because, okay, there's a time and a place for the illustration and to review the illustration with the client, right? Mm -hmm, It's at the end of the, the very end of the process, right? Everything needs to be in place. In fact, I have a couple now, they're business owners and get to to talking with them. And I was kind of going into some of the detail, you know, recognition policies and all this. And they're, you know, at the end of it, the, the gentleman's a couple and then the, the gentleman was like well you know ryan we want to trust you to come to the correct professional decision and just let us know Thank you know you. we don't need to get yeah i don't teach me how to yeah don't. and that was actually good for me to hear and a, a yeah. relief it's like oh and i'm so used to the people who want to go deep right which is fine we'll, we can go there at the appropriate time and place we can go as deep as you want right. but i also I'm extremely grateful and appreciative of the people who uh, recognize your talent and ability and trust you and understand. Yeah. Yeah. Understand and and can trust my judgment. I mean, that's just like, Oh, thank you. You know, because they've done their research. He had read the book twice. He had watched the podcast. Right. And and, you know, the people who watch the podcast, how many did he watch? Do you know? I didn't ask exactly. I bet it was more than one. Oh, and I bet it was more than part of one. Oh yeah. Point. Oh yeah. Yeah. The people who they're, Two kinds of people, right? <laughs> there are the people who watch the podcast and the people who don't. The people who don't have, there's, you know, listen, we're all human. We're all imperfect. You know, we all have our flaws and biases and, you know, oh, all those problems. Wait, this is news to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's spend the rest of the time on that. Shall we? Uh, well, that first group of people who don't watch the podcast, they have certain uh, biases and certain, you know, they ask a certain kind of question. It's usually more, you know, what's the rate of return and year 30 or, you know, the, yeah, what am I going to go cash on cash and how much cash value do I have in day one? Right. And, and right. Yeah. This is for the death benefit. This is for the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. uh, the other learned inaccurate terminology. 
have learned exactly mm-hmm. inaccurate term or don't have the vocabulary to ask the right question right? and don't even know what to ask nope and don't know how to answer questions nope and uh, nothing wrong with being ignorant right nothing no, wrong with you that. have an opportunity to but you have an opportunity yeah. then there's okay. this other group who has seen every episode oh some have watched every episode twice you know some episodes need to be watched twice and those interactions are of just different. a totally totally different character yeah and it, it, it's just another world. Nothing wrong. I mean, I'm saying one's, well, sort of am saying that one's better than the other, but I mean, <laughs> no, no, you're, you're making a, a point that one's better than the other, or at least one's more pleasant than the other. It's just another class of discussion. And I, okay. so how much time do you want to spend on with someone who's like, oh yeah, Brian, I've listened to well, all the videos and um, done all the reading, but they really haven't. They, when they yeah. say all the videos, they, they may be including yours in a, plethora of others right and look there's other podcasts i had a guy recently you know i read this other guy's book somebody else in the infinite it's like okay i asked him you know what'd you think of the book and he's like oh i really liked it okay what book was it you want to name it not really (laughs) 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 was it any good um he said it was great i have not will not read it but well you know i had a client bring in a book a perspective client he brought in a book and he's like oh i'm I'm not can't uh i was so excited can't believe what i've read and you know, I look on the practitioner finder and or YouTube and find you in Alvarado, and he just lived uh, up the road. Uh-huh. And so he brings in this book, and it's full of notes, right? Underlined, and I recognize the author, but it's like just looking at the book. Looking at the book cover gave me a headache. The way they designed the book uh-huh. cover, yeah, fifty thousand know, dollar book cover, and talking about right brain, left brain, uh-huh. and wait a minute, and it's that thick, you know. It's and, and I love reading, but you thumb through it, and it's like, Ew. yeah. But I may get it. I don't know, you know. Well, I tell people, we'll continue to tell people there is one book that is both necessary and sufficient to become your own banker, and it's a book called Becoming Your Own Banker. That's Read that one. Read that one. The others are great. Spend as much time as you want. Spend as much time as you want on the other channels, you know, all the other resources out there. Spend as much time as you like. But, you know, I'm, the, the people who, point of all this is, the people who have, they, they get to know us. This, this, this show, this podcast is a way for people to get to know us before contacting us, before calling, before emailing, you know, and that's an opportunity. You'd want to, I'd want to, I do want, in every line of, interaction business relationship i want to know in fact we were just talking about this uh, before the show you know we had the people who and i think i mentioned earlier the people who just wanted said you know i want to trust your judgment i've seen the show i know you yeah i get it yeah um so just tell us the right thing to do and okay you know i love that and those those are the people who so uh, going back to that idea of you know abuse and being hard on people and everything there is such a positive some people other side of the coin and some people look (laughs) correct there's a place for correction yeah and um okay and we have uh let's let's see this is going to air in march or something right so this already happened the think tank the february 2020 think tank and it's like here we are recording in january so like do we talk about it or not because it hasn't yeah let's let's just break it out because we can talk about what it's well by the time this is released we we will have spoken both spoke at the think tank and then we will be talking about what we talked about so that's kind of kind of weird i think it's okay though to give a little glimpse but i'll highlight that you know we are both speaking i mean i think that's kind of nice you know thank you david stearns for that 
Yeah, you know. thanks for the invite back. Right. It's good yeah. to be invited, but better to be invited back. Right. This will be the. I mean, this, you've spoke. I spoke last, last year. year. I'm speaking Second this time. year. We'll have spoken by the time this is out mm-hmm. this year. Which I is, think I've spoke three or four times in the past. I need to be needs to be more. But that's well, and I'm I'm uh, probably gonna win some friends and influence others. Um, <laughs> so, what uh, will you by the time this? Heirs have said at in Birmingham. What give the give the crowd a little glimpse? Uh, I'm gonna talk about the very basics, mm. right? <clears throat> and and I think part of that is, is Nelson made it very simple for us, right? I mean, Forrester by education, he had the ability to think long range, and he's seen the value of that. And um, you know, in forestry, classification is very large part of his forestry work mm-hmm. he used to say it all the time and how important it is to properly classify things and then um you know he he uh bought his first life insurance policy at age 13 or his daddy did at age 14 his daddy gave it to him and said here boy this is yours and then you know he bought others at 20 and 21 when mary married him and he did pretty well in real estate mm-hmm. and he was life insurance agent in 1964 and he was an Austrian economist. I'm just saying the boy knew something about life insurance. Yeah. The boy knew something about cash flows and leverage with real estate. And he knew something about fractional reserve banking mm-hmm. and economics. All right. Um, okay. And then, it, he, so he writes a book, he even amends it, and then he leaves us with some very fundamental principles. I'm going to refresh the attendees' memories on these fundamentals and the basics. Yeah. And then, you know, he, he talked an awful lot about uh, noise-canceling headsets. Mm. And, you know, we're all surrounded in a world full of noise, and we all, we all are. Some of the worst noise, I've said it many times, is in the financial world. And so from the practitioner standpoint, so as we go to the Nelson Nash Institute and, you know, talk, we're mainly speaking to current and future potential practitioners right okay so industry if people don't know the annual think they call it a think tank it's really the annual conference for <coughs> nelson nash institute authorized ibc practitioners practitioners who have gone through the program right the practitioner training program you did an online course you passed that you went through a mentorship deal and now you're a practitioner you can find the various practitioners on the agent finder at the at infinitebanking.org mm-hmm. um and a little side note, <laughs> for people who find us there, you know, go over to my website, fill out the form there if you want to get in touch with me. Because <laughs> the form, I mean, I love what they're, it's very nice that they, you know, make it, that the board makes it possible for people to contact us through that agent finder. But it's a very yeah. weak form there. Just be very wow, clear David, about that. you got an opportunity to uh, well, improve that, I, I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah. let's just be clear. Okay. Uh, so, so, but it, um, they make that. That's what that is. That's what yeah. that annual conference is. That's what we're talking about. That's where by this time this has aired, you'll have spoken. I'll have spoken. And wait, let I me. Want, I want to say. Well, go, go ahead. I want to say you're in a very unique position. I think I've mentioned this before, but you're in a very unique position. There, my thing to you as we were working on your talk was that there are certain things only you can that I think only you can bring out and highlight and say right because I mean first agent through the program right through the practitioner program very close to nelson for a very long time and i think there are certain things that 
you in your experience that you actually live through that make it such that here we are in 2020 there's only certain things you can say and they and they, and the people there need to hear i need to hear it from you from oh, them in my god pe- i need to say it and, and yeah. they do need to hear something say so, i mean so, yeah. well thank you for saying that yeah. i appreciate that it's encouraging well and i say it too because i know that my agents well my, my agent partners the people that who partner with me listen to this too mm-hmm. and as for them I, I have them in mind when i say this it's like pay attention you know no it's just like i need to pay attention but yeah. No and pressure. I try to, but well, you're uh, a very good student, <clears throat> um, and I'm I'm pride myself in being a an adequate student. Mm. You know, I mean, I read, yeah. um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some time on the noise, not only the noise in the financial world for their prospective clients and the general public. Mm-hmm. The um, I'm gonna talk about knowledge and the level of knowledge mm. that I would encourage the practitioner to stride for. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, because if you don't have the knowledge, this is my opinion, what I've come to believe, if you don't have the knowledge and the understanding of the subject and what's going on, you can't properly classify things or recognize what's going on, then we tend to become dependent upon mm. other things, whatever they may be. You know, if my mom is not going to kick me out of my basement and force me to go get a job, then I'm going to become dependent or stay dependent on my mama. I'm just using that as a bad example. You know, listen, I've been to some of your YouTube channels, some of you followers. All right, and I can go up and see what you subscribe to. Mm. And this is mainly for the people that, um, I might have to cut this out. (laughs) Some of the people that like, uh, what do you you call the trolls? You know, the the people that come on, you know, if you troll our channel, I mean, I, I mean, I'm going to find out who you are and where you're coming from. And I, <laughs> and I see the all the games, the game videos that you play in your mama's basement. I'm just saying quit <laughs> it. Okay. I don't, I don't, I digress a little. But my point is, in the financial world, if you don't have a firm understanding of the infinite banking concept, if you lack the proper knowledge um, and maybe even experience, then you – we have a tendency to rely on something else, third-party software, all of these other 27,000 books mm. or 27,000 bastardizations of Nelson's mm. work on YouTube mm-hmm. or blogs. We have a tendency to rely on those things because we don't have the confidence or the knowledge. We lack the confidence maybe in the knowledge to convey this properly. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense absolutely well, if i can tie all that together and deliver it to a room full of agents you know without making them cry or getting them angry you know i'll consider that a success <laughs> <laughs> what's your success rate need to be 85 uh it'll be no nah, i could uh let me tell you what it's going to be recorded yeah so it'll become available right not maybe Might not already to the be available who knows general public uh-huh. but it'll be available to our clients oh yeah oh i like that so I'm it'll do the same with mine. And listen, I don't know everything. I'm, you, you know, if I'm, I'm, uh, if if uh, I need to be corrected, okay, mm-hmm. I can I, I can learn. If I misspeak or I say something wrong, or I'm incorrect, by all means, correct me. I'm not interested in debating life insurance or life insurance companies or dividend rates or direct recognition or non-direct recognition or what the internal rate of return is, <laughs> um, at all because. 
listen, I've got clients that are CPA, COU, CFPs, vice president of Fortune 50 companies. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm I'm just saying, I don't feel the need to debate with somebody who likes the idea of putting a lot of money in life insurance, but they're still in their mama's basement and they can't gather up... uh, is that being too harsh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, hey, go for it. Well, I'm just saying, look, I mean, look, it's all conversation until somebody writes a check and pays a premium. Until then, you might consider whether or not you're taking responsibility of the banking function in your life because banking exists, it goes on, and if you're abdicating your responsibility to perform that banking function, then you're just uh, part of the problem. All right, somebody else is profiting from that. So, and and this is kind of where my talk is going to start from. As soon as the conversation moves away from banking, i.e. who's performing the banking function, the further off into the noise we go. Mm -hmm. And I'm just not interested in living in noise. I want clarity. I want the truth. So, thanks for asking. I love it. (laughs) That's probably what's going to happen. (laughs) I'm going to go off script, you know. And uh, We're going to work all hard. We're going to get it all put out, laid out, structured. With points. And I'm like... Okay. So, uh, that's an idea of what I'm going to talk about. What are mm. you going to speak of, young Mr. Griggs? Well, <laughs> with the length of notice I have. <laughs> Short notice. What are you on the C list, David? <laughs> no, I'm appreciative. I am. And grateful. Uh, no, there's well, a look. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of speakers and there's a lot of, I yeah. mean, Jeff, I want to go see Jeff Dice, man. Jeff Dice, yeah, president of the Mises Institute, showing up to yeah. Austrians. You listening, libertarians out there? Hmm, is it a coincidence that the president of the Mises Institute is talking at the annual Infinite Banking Concept event? I, I don't know. Let me tell you what I, if, 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 uh, I think he speaks very well, and he write. I enjoy listening to him speak, and I enjoy reading his work. Yeah, and he's a great guy. I mean, he's a great I, guy. I enjoy all the time, all the opportunities I have. And to it, talk well, with his him. background is not from. A PhD economist. Yeah, he ain't no slump, that's for sure. He's paid his dues for sure. Yeah, I love him. Yeah. And exci- so my point was there's a lot of speakers and you know, it's over three days and and uh you were properly placed in the in the in the roster of speakers, yeah. in my opinion. Well, thank you. And so the thing, the thought that came to me immediately upon hearing that I had the opportunity was to, because like you said, the theme I think in 2020 is to, you know, convey lessons to the incoming new practitioner. You know, maybe they're fresh out of school and just getting into finance, or maybe they've been in finance, or maybe they've had another profession and they're coming over to the IBC world, going to become an agent. You know, what does that, what does that person, the new mentee, the new mentee practitioner, what do they need to know? And Ooh. Well, I've I have a unique just like I think you have certain things that only you can talk about. I think I've learned certain things only I can talk about. You know, talk about the the number of successful mentorship relationships. I mean, can you count them on two hands? That just off the top of your head. And I think a lot of them, a lot of the successful mentorships that have occurred within the infinite banking world were between Nelson and others. You, oh yes, Nelson no and question. Yep. And it, but the next generation after you know i'm sure there i just i'm sure i just don't know them you know i'm sure there's other successful mentorship relations but i think ours has been extremely successful and so i think there are certain lessons from that that i can extract and elaborate upon and present and then 
combining that, and all of this is going to fit somehow into a pithy <laughs> title, but uh, <laughs> uh, and then applying that to what I now teach others, you know, because yep. a lot of what I teach them is just from my experience with you and with Nelson filtered through my own experience and then kind of pass it on. So it's, that's going to be, or has been by now, what I'll have spoken about unless it changes. <laughs> you know, and, and we, I did mention this to you, I believe last night when I was brain dead at, you know, after working all day with numbers and, um, and I, and I think, you know, very, you're a very good speaker, very good writer. You're going to knock it out of the park and I'm glad that you're presenting again, being asked back. That's really important. You know, it's, I'm, it's nice yeah. to be asked to, attend somewhere but it's it's still better. sinking in i just found out so. yeah. um and so do you know david's slower than the average guy you know <laughs> you'll have to understand we love david stearns yeah david stearns and you know okay so um and i kind of mentioned it yesterday so you have practitioners and prospective practitioners coming into the nelson nash institute mm-hmm. and so they're all of the speakers uh talks are going to be available to them in the future mm-hmm. and and i just asked the question if there was a prospective practitioner in the audience and they're listening to mr griggs on and he's sharing a successful experience of mentorship <clears throat> um i think they could easily say yeah that was you know that's james nethery and um you know, there's he, there's more videos on YouTube. I see where um, you're going with this. And you're you're you are a very good writer. You know, your medium articles, and you're a very good speaker. And they could, I could, um, it's a legitimate maybe concern that they're saying, yeah, but I don't write, right? or uh-huh. I don't have a podcast yep. that's like growing by leaps and bounds organically, mm-hmm. right? That people love <laughs> and engage in, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't speak as well. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a PhD not student. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's- Legitimate, yeah. uh, legitimate object. But I think that there are, and I have to be cognizant of that too with the people that are, that I now work with and mentor, um, is that, you know, that they're not me and I'm not saying anything I mean, I don't want to be boastful or whatever, but I, I'm cognizant that they're different. They have their own set of talents and skills, and I have got whatever mine are. Um, so I think that the, beneath all that, there's a still important lessons and things that people can do to approach the business, and I, which is why I think, you know, that structure, the structure of talking about successful things from our relationship and successful things that I now feel I have going and pulling lessons out from that. I think that structure is going to allow me to speak about some of the other deeper things that are not dependent upon who I am or who you are, or who works with me, you know? So we'll get into things like staying true to Nelson and becoming your own banker and the value of that. We'll get into things about uh, the marketing and the approach, our philosophy to marketing, what that, what that means for your sort of your 
the way you approach the business, the way you approach uh, talking to clients, the way, the way your relationships develop, oh, and the, and the yeah. relationships you even enter into. Right, right. Yeah. And, and again, encouraging, which I had to learn, <laughs> and which is so I want to help them understand it, developing an understanding of their value, right, of, of, their, of their own worth. So I think we underestimate, I underestimated, still do, yeah. the value of what's really being done here, of what we're talking about, of what, what this will mean for somebody. And it gets a little heavy talking about stories from the front lines, had a conversation with the guy, same one I mentioned earlier, you know, we're sitting there talking about what's gonna happen 40 years down the road and what that cash value number means, right? Oh. <clears throat> that, that gets heavy quick and yeah, i'm like this is your one policy your first policy that number right there you know we're there are there's an appropriate way news flash to everybody there's an appropriate way to use an illustration once all the education's been done and one of the i won't get too far into it but one of the things preach can, brother preach yeah well one of the things that can be done is you can look out into the future and rather than using the arbitrary numbers that the investment advisor makes up and admits to making up. They make up the inflation rate. They make up the tax rate in the future. They make up the time you're going to retire. We're just agreeing. They, they, make, yeah, right. they make up the performance of that mythical stock portfolio. Everything is made up. Total arbitrary, right? Mm -hmm. But they want you to then plan on that, mm -hmm. right? Plan according to the arbitrary. Oh, and you won't end up in a ditch. You won't stray from the path. I mean, talk about following the blind, right? I had that conversation. It ain't following the blind. It's following the arbitrary. I mean, go on if that's, you do you, right? No investment advice. It's just a personal, <laughs> professional opinion. Uh, but we, over in IBC, if the proper foundation has been laid, if the education's been done and we approach the illustration at the right time, now we can extract all of these possibilities and we can begin to look past the numbers on the page and to, you know, we've talked about it before, look past the scene and get into the unseen, mm -hmm. right? Look, and I, and I make that point with people and I'm going to make this point by the time this podcast has, will have aired, I'll make it in Birmingham that what is on the page is good. And yes, it's good. You know, 40 years from now, you're going to pay whatever, $5,000 to see an increase in cash value of 40. Like, yeah, okay, that's good. You know, I got to twist your arm to write that check. I don't think so. Hope not. Right. If I do, something's gone wrong. Right. Okay. That's good. But beyond that, right? That number is just, and it's just based on the current experience of the company in the lowest interest rate environment in history. Nothing's going to change. No, yeah. Suppose <laughs> nothing changes, right? Okay. So we take this, we take this totally conservative approach, non-arbitrary approach, right? Dependent upon the individual's behavior, your premium payment and the passage of time to the two greatest factors that go into building to contributing to that number an individual's premium payment behavior and time right and the third one would be structure and appropriate structure into the appropriate could, instrument. Could, that could make a difference i mean oh yeah for know, sure so yeah and as we said earlier much can go wrong but yeah. if it was done right for the with the appropriate instrument with the appropriate mindset your behavior passage of time something like that number is going to pop out there in the future yeah right and what can that mean? You know, what's it mean to walk around knowing that you've got the ability to throw a few hundred grand at something if you need to? Are you going to you know? talk about this at the think tank? Or do I mean, it's... Digress a little there. I'm just asking. <laughs> I don't know. I might. Like yeah. I say, that, that structure, pulling out those lessons, these are the things that I teach and that I do with people. Well, and, 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 and conveying the worth, conveying the value. I'm telling the you, the, the, the knowledge, see, you have the knowledge... 
and the understanding of the subject to be able to teach at yeah. that level. Yeah. Right. And you have the level of knowledge and understanding to be able to teach a teacher, mm -hmm. which is a minimum threshold of knowledge, of levels of knowledge that a practitioner should have. Mm -hmm. So how many practitioners do you think have that level of knowledge? I don't want to put you on the spot, but <laughs> okay, there you don't have to, just that reaction as well. Oh you know? yeah, oh it's, it's well, okay, so I have a, we're going through right now, I had to put a fire out this week, and a, a big, nearly conflagration had go extinguish this fire, right? Australia-sized, potentially, fire. And I had to go put it out, and, and the reason was, as, or as I'm going through explaining, they, the, I have God bless, they didn't know what was wrong. I they, didn't, uh, they, who are they? Agents. And agents business. didn't even know what was wrong. And I'm not mad at them. It, I mean, we had the conversation. I mean, I'm just I, saying that that's not uncommon. Not uncommon. all I'm saying. That's what the, is uncommon is that they have someone that they can um, rely upon that can maybe correct. They, the, the interruption was, Ryan, how are other agents helping people if they don't have coaching like this? Mm. They're not. It's like, God bless you. Hey, well, let me, let me, uh, well, when you get yeah. to a, a so, point. Well, point. My, my point is there that that is the level and I'm not, and I was thankful to end on a positive note. I was a, and I told them, I'm appreciative that y'all are willing to listen because I know I, I know I come off tough. Yeah. I am being tough. I know it comes off assertive. So I, for two hours for you to sit there and hear all this and to then hear the correction on top of it and to absorb all of that, that's like, you know, I can't, I can't get enough of that. You know, I can't get enough of the people who want to do that. I, it's not super common. It's not super common, right. right? But I can't get enough of it when it does happen. No, that's powerful. That's really a story from the front line too, isn't it? It is. Well, here, let me share one. Because you, you, when you get into, um, when you were touching on the power, the emotion, um, how about, a client, you know, and, and two, it's like in the infinite banking world, you know, we've got to diminish, eliminate, you know, devalue the death benefit. Yeah. And Big, why? Because they don't understand. You can't get cash value without a death benefit. Oh, and you can't have, I mean, it, it collateralizes the outstanding loans, right? That you can only create because you have cash value, right? So there's, uh, quite often, the death benefit is diminished, too much, right? I mean, if you have a need for death benefit, if you have obligations, whether they're family, business, personal, whatever, you should take care of your obligations. You know that, and I don't even have to tell you that, mm -hmm. right? Okay, well, if, you're, if your family is gonna lose, you know, you and all your future income, by God, make them whole. And the, the best way you can do that, dollar for dollar, is death benefit through life insurance. Okay, how about this, a, a client, Seven years ago, eight years ago, super preferred rating, mm -hmm. passes away unexpectedly. Oh. Oh, it's a tremendous, uh, uh, not, a, not a whole lot, but they make plans they're going to buy real estate or do whatever they're going to do, automobiles and has all these outstanding loans and they're being paid for. Right. Well, when he graduates, that's a, a honking income tax-free windfall mm -hmm. and what a tragedy horrible right. and they're a young couple or they were a young couple mm -hmm. he was he was a young man <clears throat> and i'm just saying now 
and they're right in the middle of doing these things, you know, yep. part of which was buying real estate. And here's a now a single mom with children. And mm. she's like, James, I don't know if I should go on, go and go through with the closings. And, and I'm like, yeah, that's what y'all laid out to do. By all means, do that. Y'all are doing that together. This is just the next one. And mm-hmm. by all means, you keep doing that. And then, you know, I, I, my point is this, that that you, with the correct foundation you can build any structure on top of that that you wish even if things go wrong Mm -hmm. or as uh, unplanned as they tend to do or maybe they're better things turn out better than you thought right they laid my point is this they laid a solid foundation and now we're going to go right into practicing an even distribution of age classes, mm. you know, wealth transferring from one generation to the next, to the next, because, because they worked with an educated agent advisor that was knowledgeable in the subject, mm-hmm. the infinite banking concept, becoming your own banker. They were knowledgeable in life insurance because that was, that's what we're using mm-hmm. for the infinite banking concept. All right, and then, Proper terminology, so there's clarity, no ambiguity or disappointment mm-hmm. in the future, right? And because they followed through with what was laid out as well, mm-hmm. right? So um, when, my point is this, when the foundation is laid correctly in face of the unknown future, and the future is unknown, I know you're going to get a PhD, and I think I know when, and I think you do too, but it's still unknown in the future, yep. right? Um, things don't work out as we plan nope. all the time. Yep. And so when you, you know, and that's my point for the third time, I'm going to get around to closing my point. When the correct foundation is laid, um, the unknown future can be addressed boldly. Yes. Right. So now think about this. And this is part of the reason, I mean, the admonishment on the advisor and the agent to know the subject well enough mm-hmm. so you can do it correctly for mm-hmm. you, for yourself, for your clients, for their families, for the generations that you won't even have the opportunity to meet necessarily. Right. I just think how many people Nelson affected that he'll never meet, right? In, in two or three generations from even now. Okay. Um, Forever. Yeah. The lessons that will continue on for as long as we're the human race is ticking. I mean, right. so if I'm going to sacrifice one year or if I'm going to sacrifice the unknown future for one year, whether it's in the first year, the fifth year, the seventh year, the 10th year, yeah. it's like there's your, the thinking is flawed. Okay. And let me tie this together with, you know, if I'm not confident, if I don't have the knowledge and then I'm dependent upon this third party software or this, Fifteenth different book or this thirty seventh bastardization of Nelson's work because it's all on video. The guy had a camera, mm-hmm. you know, in his mama's basement. I just love saying that. You know, I don't know anybody <laughs> in their mother's basement doing videos, okay, except for those two trolls, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I'll rein it back in, but. Well, let me say what I what I have found more and more in speaking with clients. That's is why that, I need points too. This is so I wouldn't get off track. I could come back to it and close it up. Great. Like a, you know, I think this is why we shouldn't have points. They just right. get to go. Uh, I've found more and more in, with clients is that I've got to explain to them the value of what they've done. You know, so okay, I know who their kids are. You know, 
mm-hmm. and I'm talking to them, but I know who they're, they've given me that information. And let's say, you know, uh, I don't know, make up a name, Bob. So let's say the kid's name is Bob. Bob. Yeah, Bobby. Last name Murphy? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> kid's name is Bobby, right? Okay, Bobby. you know, I'm talking to you, James. I'm like, listen, in 30 years, you know, when Bobby's getting ready to uh, graduate or yeah. start a business, yeah. this money is how he finances that trip. This money is how he finances his business, yeah. right? But they don't even believe don't, the numbers on the page half the time, but even they, though they're... But to paint to that suffer. picture and yeah. to, for them to see, and it's like, Oh, and then when he has kids, yeah, and then and the the business you help finance that's now feeding that child because of a decision you made seventy years ago, yeah, you know it's like oh 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 no, oh. where do I where do I write yeah. the check? Oh, is yeah. yeah. So think long. Nelson encapsulates that in think long range. It's like so that when we when I then get two things irritate me. Uh, contorting that right and trying to do business from by selling from the illustration you know convince them because you got 95 percent liquidity in your one it's the contortion that that ticks me off yes because the mere fact because they're selling from the illustration is why they have to contort it i mean it goes hand in hand yeah but the mere contorting of a policy is is you're oh my gosh you're sacrificing a beautiful product with unbelievable characteristics to make sure that transaction happens yeah to make sure they get paid yeah and then and then they'll tell you and i think we talked about it last time um you know this this imo recruiting stuff that mm. you get you know coming and make your money fast it's like hey mr john q agent that's going to be a problem in the future and whenever you hear oh it's not my problem it's oh my not god you want to problem not my problem or the idea i heard this a long time ago um when it came to annuities and this what I heard, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I couldn't help myself. You're good. All right. Talking about annuities, and there's a wonderful place for annuities, mm-hmm. right? Okay, I'm not beating up annuities, but when I heard a gentleman one time say, oh, well, annuities are for selling. They're not for buying. Uh-huh. You're like, oh, my God, where am I? I'm in the wrong room. <laughs> you know, or they, why are you here? Why, am I, why are we even in this close of a proximity? Something's gone wrong. Why did I hear that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> anyway, so, Okay. Well, so that part, you know, when the, the contortion, that ear to, but then the commodifying and the, the uh, there needs to be, I don't want to make up a word, but making this so mundane, you know, like it, it can be packaged and, uh, you know, it's just another product or it's just another thing to buy and or you've another thing read, to sell. You've got to read a book. Ugh. You don't have to do anything. That's, I love that. You don't have to do anything. Just watch our video. We do it for you. Oh, Yeah. Just here, oversimplification yeah. or overcomplication. We've talked about that. A and and bit. so like I started this off with, I get to thinking like, my gosh, am I being too hard? Because I'm getting fired up, yeah. you know, in this call or in this conversation or in this interaction. You know, I'm yeah. getting like, is this, am I in the wrong here? You know, and be self-critical, your own worst critic, sure. right? And sure. it, and then, you know, it's so nice to have clients and agents and people and the people I talk with say, no, I, I, I get it. Like I, oh, I appreciate. I see your what passion. you're saying, and I understand. Like why that that irritate me too. Sure, you know. So it's like, okay, well, good. At least that came across. You know, at least it's legitimate. Because I, you know, got to check yourself and make sure. Because you got know, you got a platform, got a, a podcast, you know, a business. You're, you're not you're afraid going, to use it, are you? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I just don't want to go off the rails either. And I think that I do a pretty good job about. Well, I could touch some third rails. Oh yeah, but I won't. Just in this conversation, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, uh, um, 
down the thought pass. Well, the, you know, that has come to me and I think I've mentioned it in the past, you know, the idea of paying your dues mm-hmm. and, uh, and how often the, the work is shirked, you know, how often the work is avoided and how, how easy it is to look for the shortcut or to cut corners. You know, I think that, like we say, there's a, there's certain kind of folks who are attracted to the commodification and the rebranding and all of that noise that goes on in the world. smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Better than it really is. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. You know, and I think frankly, the kind of consumer who's attracted to that is someone who also doesn't want to do the work. Absolutely. And, uh, and then the, and the ones that are attracted to, you know, clarity, the hard work of trying to, um, clarify right, yeah. and properly educate that gets into Now we're classifying prospective clients, mm-hmm. right? And we are, you're yeah. classified. Listen, and I want to be classified. I want to be classified appropriately, please. But uh, yeah, there is classification. And so I had a, an agent who called and, you know, wanted advice. He's in the mortgage industry and thinking about getting over into IBC and good. You should leave that mortgage industry as fast as you can, but well, sure, uh, there'll be a lot of people leaving the mortgage industry <laughs> in the next correction as there was in the prior. Yeah. Two. So good to get out ahead, I yeah. guess. Absolutely. Uh, and so, you know, it's an opportunity. and I was explaining, I was like, listen, you know, you're going to talk to other agents, I'm sure. And they're all going to tell you some version of what I'm telling you. I'm just telling you my experience. And, um, and he's like, no, no, Brian, I, I've, I've vetted the other people. Ooh. I've, I've investigated so-and-so and this person, I, I, I've watched the podcast. I'm, I want your I want your opinion. I want your... I was like, oh, okay. You want to throw out some names? Uh, nah, I, I want to. I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he knows your name. <laughs> and and as he's, he was mentioning moving from the state that he's currently in and talking about the rest of the year. And you know, I was saying, well, you know, if I'm you, I'm, I would wait until you move. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to mean more months until you get into a policy of your own and it's going to mean a, a longer time period. You know, I'm... I'm addressing preempting all of these what i think are going to be concerns and he says no no i i want to go about this the right way if it takes me a year yeah i want to go about it the right way yeah. and i'm like okay uh, never mind <laughs> that's good this is what i think the right way is you know yeah. call up david talk about the practitioner program ask all your questions get all those get all that answered when you're ready after you've read the book call me back we'll do it again right that's the person I, and I'm, I'm sure it was all legitimate. I'm sure it was all authentic. You know, assume angelic intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, take him at his word, kind of until you give me a reason not to, kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, as long as someone wants to approach things that way and approach things appropriately in the right way and slower, usually slower than they think. Uh, I'll talk to that person. If somebody wants to cut corners, if you want to call me and say, "Hey, send me an illustration," just move on. Yeah, I'm, it's just it's it's not good. For, it's not going to be good for you. It's not going to be good for me. You know, we think in the past people have asked, you know, well, you know, what what are the costs associated? What are the trade offs associated with becoming your own banker? You know, can anybody Compared do it? You know, and I used to say, listen, if you're making everybody's banking, you know, even if you're spending more than you make, you're, the the money you make goes somewhere, right? Everybody's <laughs> banking, and so like really at a very fundamental level, anybody can become their own banker. Yeah, just put. You- but the more the more time I spend, the more I see why Nelson spent so long discussing the human problems. Why he spent so long most important part of the, the book most discussing the psychological factors. Yeah, the most important part of the human problems, not those walls of numbers, right? Oh, not the illustrate no. the human. I now see why he spent because that's 
you know, becoming your own banker is not for everybody. No. If you don't have the discipline, if you're not willing to read a book. If you have if, the arrival syndrome. If you've arrived. Look, I can't teach a man who knows everything anything. Well, I like, so, I like, what you, I like this yeah. the way you speak. Well, it's like, okay, then, and some people have, and I'm not here to debate anybody. I don't want to change anybody's mind. I'm not here to convince right. or right. twist anybody's arm. So if you've arrived, go be with your arrived friends. Yeah, right? absolutely. We're, the, me and my people have not arrived there, you know, especially like the agents I was mentioning earlier who were willing to take a beating for two hours while I explained what went wrong and the way well, to correct it. It's make like, it sound appealing, please. Well, <laughs> who, who took a beating for two hours. Oh, here, sign me up. <laughs> you know, I was like, wow, did you, did you give him a hug afterwards? Of I course, mean. of course. And, so. I, and like I said, you know, that, that is to be commended. If somebody is willing to be coachable, willing to be learn and listen and read the book and watch the podcast and do what they need to do and vet the noise and dodge the people who are pitching the programs and the little catchy marketing sayings and all the subscription-based nonsense But I'm an expert. There. Okay, yeah. I'll let that. And somebody asked, you know, why don't you ever talk about this company or that company? Why don't you ever talk about this agent or that agent oh, yeah. in particular? I got that on LinkedIn one time. And I said, I said, listen, I'm going to be as specific as I can be, okay? <laughs> we think our work speaks for itself and we think their work speaks for itself. And so that's where we leave it. You know, that's where it should be left. You know, there we're not here to put anybody down or no. give anybody a hard time just for the sake of it. I, don't I mean, have enough some time of these for that. advisors and agents take it personally like we're talking directly about them. Yeah, why it's you, like what's what? Why are you feeling offended? You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's a comment, you know, uh, I don't know if it's been re- responded to and you know, when it comes to comments on the channel, I mean, you're more active or reactive than I am as I far am. as typing. I'm gonna stop. Yeah. You know, I, I'll I'll like something. I will treat it with complete indifference if I don't like it or don't right. agree with it. Yeah. But I'll leave it up there, right. unless you cuss or you know you interpret what we're trying to, yeah. uh, or you're sharing or promoting something. Not really interested. Um, but there was a comment on there that said, and I think he was like. Uh, uh, he had to be a libertarian or an anarcho-capitalist, maybe. I don't know, which I'm an anarcho-capitalist, so there's no disparagement here. But he, he said but something you know like... the type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can spot him because I am one. <laughs> um, he said, why, why do you assume angelic intentions? All I ever meet are, are enemies. And, and I was thinking to myself, I don't know where you're hanging out, but quit. You know, go somewhere else. You're, all you run into is enemies and evil people. Um, so I didn't respond to that. I would think that you could figure that out on your own, mm-hmm. assuming angelic intentions. Do you really have to question that? So I'm not going to answer your question directly, you know, on there. I'm going to answer it right here. By God, because I choose to Mm. assume angelic intentions. Mm -hmm. Intentions. I I believe a man or a person whenever they speak. And I choose. That's the way I want to live my life. Mm -hmm. Um, And then if they prove otherwise, then I'll avoid them. Right. So, I mean, I don't understand why that should even be questioned. Well, I, I think we've encountered this a lot. You know, we, uh, maybe we talk fast or I talk fast. I don't know. No, I talk slow. When I listen, when I, <laughs> I got to say, when I listen to this podcast, I have to speed it up, you know, 2.5 times just so my heart goes <laughs> out to parts. you. <laughs> On my part, yeah. <laughs> no question. <laughs> I, but I don't know what it is or why, but he, I think people hear snippets or segments or clips 
and maybe they're at the same time thinking through whatever they're trying to defend or justify in their own mind and they're not listening to the full thing that we say because right. I have never said that everybody really does have angelic intentions. No. I have always said for the sake of argument, I am willing to assume <laughs> that everyone has angelic intentions. That's my approach to the world. Yeah. It's not... I am not naive. I'm eyes wide open. I know it's, you know, we talk plenty about what out, what is out there that should be side-eyed and what you should be skeptical of. Uh, but that that's different. That's separate and apart. So it's like, what? I, I just don't think it, it, it requires questioning. I mean, right, right. I mean, it's just, there's just, everybody it, should be that way. I mean, that should be the default yeah, for everyone. Can we, can we have, can we live in a civil society, right. please? Right. Well, one thing I want. Okay, so we talked a lot about the abuse and the things that go wrong out there. You know, the the person that the the, the type talked about classifying things. The, the the consumer out there, who my heart goes out to almost the most, is someone who, in the past, for whatever reason, associated with an agent or acquired a policy from an agent, a different agent. That agent's either moved on or they're not answering the phone. They've disappeared. Or maybe they are answering the phone and not providing the help that the client needs. Dodging me is, quote, unquote, what I heard this week from mm. stories from the front lines. Oh, I don't even think. The we, agent's dodging the client. Yeah. Avoiding yes. the client. Yeah. And and unfortunately, probably for good reason. Right? There's probably something oh, that he doesn't want to go near. horrendous mistake the agent made. Yeah. But. Anyway. So what does that person do? I'm genuinely asking. Like, because the policy's in force. I mean, they probably, they've been paying, so let's say the policy's in force. Let's say they've been paying premium. And it's like, what? now you got to, what is what? What do you do for that person? I mean, yeah, it depends on the situation take, and the circumstances. But you improve their situation. It's going to take all sorts of. You don't know what it's going to take, it, depending on the situation and the circumstances. True. I and mean, that, and gonna, that's the way you have to approach it. But I mean, that's going to. There's going to be a, I, I, probably going to be painful. I'm a, and, potentially and pricey potentially. I but mean, it, I, it it would be worth it, or there wouldn't be a change recommended. You know what I'm saying? True. True. So I mean, I spend 20 minutes for everybody, up to 20 minutes with anybody, right? Including that refugee client who, you know, comes from a war torn country or war torn <laughs> <laughs> investment or not investment, war torn uh, agent relationship, and yeah. is now, you know, with this disaster on their hands. I feel for that person, oh, but yeah. I do chair. I've I worked. I was a CASA court appointed. But I have charitable interests. I sure. give time and money away for free. Uh, but can't do that all the time. And so to... Well, your I, time is limited like everyone else's. I mean... Yeah. I just feel for that because it's like, I want to help you and I want to help the many others of you who are out there. Mm -hmm. um, but maybe part of the problem is a lack of understanding of the gravity of the errors that have been made. And maybe... Okay, I'm glad I'm talking about talking this through because maybe that's what needs to be done is to make clear how terrible some of these mistakes are and just how bad it can be and just how severely things can go wrong like if for instance you are, in, are told or someone has mistakenly advised you to consistently year after year take out policy loans without a plan to repay them and then to bet on a future mythical windfall that's going to magically pay off all those policy loans well, you're before that policy lapses. Yeah. The business owner is going to sell the business someday. Uh, for, right? yeah, and for it, exactly and it, what he knows it's worth, and, right? And it always brings <laughs> their, at whatever valuation they believe it is valued at. That's, of course, yeah. the same as the market value. Oh, of course. Yeah, and it will. Let's talk about a market value and 
35 years from now, 25 years yeah, from now. Yeah. Talk about arbitrary numbers. What are cons- what's consumer sentiment going to be like uh, tomorrow, uh, much less 35 years from now? Well, look, talking about classification, I'm going to see if I can work this in my talk some way. Okay. And how important classification is. I didn't really know, you know, until listening to Nelson. Yeah. Um, it's like, uh, classification took up about that much of uh, the volume, the you know, whatever year or uh particular course in forestry oh you know yes. the, the workbook was what's it called dendrology yeah dendrology, classification, right. classification took up two-thirds of it it's important uh-huh. and i and i thought about that many times and he used to do different kind of uh demonstrations to make the point right um and i got to thinking that classification is very important and I, and I just thought the other day and i ran this by my lovely wife jenna and she's like yeah you might leave some of this or that out <laughs> All right. Just think how important classification was when God gave Noah the mandate to gather up the animals. Oh. Clean animals, two uh-huh. by two. The unclean animals by seven. Classification, clean and unclean. And then he said, bring them male and female. A secondary classification. Now just think, if Noah would have got that wrong, what our zoos may look like today. Mm. I mean, think about mm. that. Classification is important. All right, and I'm just making a point. Have you ever, you know, no, considered that's, yeah, that's good. the importance of classification? Correct and, classification. Yeah, I mean, and so it applies. Correct classification is important. And my heart goes out to the consumer that's trying to vet the idea and they maybe whatever their whatever their experiences have been, mm-hmm. good, bad, or indifferent. But now they're looking at the infinite banking concept and they're trying to make um, sense of the numbers and they, they're, oh, I've heard the concept. Oh, I get it. You know, I've, I've listened to the five-part book series that you and Ryan have done. I've got it. I don't need to read the book. No, yes, you do. Oh. Okay. Um, let's just get to the numbers. Right? And, and talk about misclassification. Mm. If you don't understand the concept, you don't, and, and I've said it many times, if you understand the numbers, you know, it's like, you understand what's going on in the concept, the details don't matter. If you don't understand the concept, the details and numbers do not matter. <laughs> and so you wanna make a decision based on these numbers, and the concept is like, you're groping for the concept. Yeah, what concept? It's like, my gosh, you can bank with anything. You can bank with anything because banking is a process. It's not a product. You know, I can bank with anything, a margin account, farm equipment. I bet you I can find somebody to loan me money on my dog. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you mm-hmm. can bank with anything. Um, you can't get hung up in the numbers. You can't make decisions based on illustrations if you can't explain what's going on you agent or advisor if you can't explain what's going on within a life insurance policy right and and, and i'm going to talk about nelson's becoming your own banker equipment financing illustration number one what happened after year four Mm -hmm. you know how do you take the income Mm mm-hmm all right, what made the numbers go up in illustration number two, three, four, and five? Why did Nelson have to add illustration number six? It's the same thing that's going on today. It's a continuation of the noise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, so I digress a little bit, but I think I ought to be able to work that in, classification, oh, Noah's yeah. little mandate. 
I think so. Little, absolutely. That is a magnificent man. Well, there's such, as you were saying that, I mean, the, what popped into my head was the relationship between classification and articulation. You know, God created the world out of the chaotic unknown by speaking it, articulating. You know, he, he created that. He said it and it was so, and it was good. You know, the, so to, it's almost as if to classify is just a type of articulation, a type of putting order to whatever material or matter or ether is in front of you. You know, being able to, and it's so close to vision, you know, to correctly see, like seeing is so much, so closely bound up in uh, perception and correct articulation and identification. And then, you know, we can call that classification and, and in trees, it's dendrology and in finance, it's, you know, got these different terms for different things. And that's, it seems so fundamental and it's so easy for people to jump over, but it's so necessary and integral to properly understand. I mean, so much of what I do in the economic stuff, you know, the difference between a capitalization strategy, building capital and investing, that to me is like a super, ba well, even within the Austrian school, the, <laughs> I, the definition of capital, like managed to screw that up. You know, it, these, these seem so basic and he's like, oh, that word means this. And it's like, obviously, and it's like, no, you know, what do you mean by banking? Mm-hmm checking and savings account? No. We mean a certain thing by banking, right? Is it and, online banking? Infinity right. banking? <laughs> oh, velocity banking? <laughs> yeah, words matter. And, and yeah, the, you know, when, and, and then you see, we can see that manifest in different areas and one way in which it does manifest is in the marketing, the freaking marketing in the financial services world where we got to play, you know, private banking, privatized banking, you know, uh, all the various, you know, modifications of, but don't mention Nelson's name, whatever you do. Oh, my gosh. And don't read anything but my latest b rehashed book. Yeah. That, that, and I'm coming out with another one, too. Of course. And another one. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I'm, I'm... As um, soon as my ghostwriter gets back to me, I'll have written another one. <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, you just write a chapter, okay? Or you write the forward, and we'll say that you wrote the book and put your... Yeah, just, you know, the slide the check over here. We'll put your name and right here. Oh, oh, Ryan, no, wait. We want you to we write co these articles. We co-authored. Yeah, we co-authored it. Yeah, yeah. We, we, hey, we want you to write an article, you know. I mean, you had to sign so. your name on the check, right? You wrote something, right? That you know, There's your co-authored piece, right? Yeah. Your, your, oh. your part of the book was paying for it. Um, no, or, or Ryan, we want you to write these articles. You know, we're gonna, you, you write the, oh, don't worry, your name's going to be on it. Oh, yeah. But then, we'll promote you, you know, heavily. the other agent who pays, not... Oh, wait. Oh, they're not going to pay the author. No, they're going to pay the person for whom the author wrote. Right. Okay, that person. So they'll person, be co-authored. Yeah, so, okay, so you're getting paid for my writing? Is that? And then we're going to put somebody else's banners up and down the front of it? Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't even have to. And charge the people for the banners. Right, and it's I don't like, even have ooh, to say anything to that. There's a lot of cash flows going right? on. Let's just, let's just correctly <laughs> classify, and let me get clear on what you want from me, and then I think the answer will be obvious. What, are you going to insult them by asking clarity on what they want? <laughs> or, or insult me by expecting to give you an answer after we've just laid out that you want to use me for your benefit like oh, oh maybe you thought that i didn't understand my own worth oh <laughs> or the value of your own oh, worth. oh yeah. yeah move on well listen as soon as you get the click funnels built okay <sighs> we can talk about some banners on some of your articles. i should tell them you know what all i do is write about really expensive life insurance and that's really all i'm gonna tell them you know can't write enough premium yeah what no, that's exactly what our people want to hear about, Ron. That's exactly why you should write an article oh, for us. Oh, my God. Because we have a lot of affluent people looking to buy 
I'd be ashamed. I would be ashamed. Ten years down the line, look back, you know, when I was my, you know, ten years prior, and be like, I did what? (laughs) I put, I allowed, you know, I was younger then, and you know, where I was in business at the time, but I allowed my words to be under what? I did what? You know, and then to not own it, so that in ten years I can't retract it. Well, don't don't act like people aren't out there. You know, uh, I have seen. Like in the Banking with Life DVD, I have seen sections of that um, ripped and reposted and in a book, mm, right? In a book, transcribed, and, and, and then they're then they're members of the Nelson Nash Institute and they're practitioners. So it's like, oh, they're legitimate because they're a Nelson Nash practitioner. But then they have that kind of character. It's mm. like, eh, no. And then I've seen your articles verbatim out of Medium being rehashed. I do see, you know, part of that, there's... Um, So I'm just saying it happens. They're just not sending you a check. Right. Oh, you know what? I love that. I love that, right? Ryan, I I send your article to all my clients, Uh, and, and, uh, you know, this guy... I hope you don't mind. Yeah. It was so good. It was so effective, and, I tell them how great you are. We did a policy based on it, and and I'm like, okay, I'll give you the routing number so you can send me the check. And they're like... Uh, uh, oh, 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 okay. So, you know, I mean, yeah, look, you're welcome. Part of, and a big part of this is. I I have everybody watch your videos, James. They're the greatest thing ever. (laughs) Thank you very much. Okay. Um, 1100024. Don't, don't, uh, don't interpret anything I've said if you want to point out where I'm wrong, but don't try to improve anything with your clients on what I've done either. So, James is pretty good. It's the same thing. Don't, I'm not trying to give myself any props or yeah i mean I'm people are gonna guy. do what they're gonna do they are i'm just saying don't well he's wrong here and i'm gonna make this better and i was speaking with a gentleman yesterday real estate investor and he's all geared up and excited and um and he 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 talks about this he said james have you ever heard of this whatever it is xyz and i'm like no but you know it pretty much and i'm on the phone and with him and and so I'm Googling it up while I'm talking to him, you know, and uh, it turns out same old thing. And I'm talking to him and I'm like, well, you know, you're going to be able to do what it sounds like he's promoting, but you're going to be able to do it where you're controlling the risk because he was a real estate guy, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and you show him how to use the infinite banking concept, the life insurance policies, how you integrate it with that and all the entities and how it becomes an operating account, sinking fund method. I mean, um, so I pull up this website you know the guy was not in his mother's basement he did have a probably a 4k camera because it it looked good yeah and he's talking about how he's taken this idea of universal life and indexing and improved it and it's always you know i've studied something for six for three years i took a sabbatical and i've studied with all the masters i've taken the best from every i've taken the best from kiyosaki i've taken the best from real estate i've taken the best from nelson nash i've taken the best from this and the best from that and i put it together (laughs) for this great improvement i mean and you see it over and over yeah well nelson was he did it his way and we've just made it better Mm. you know we just made it better i mean how many times can you improve something that's pretty damn good is my question. And then he only developed it over, yeah. what, 25 years? I mean, but yeah, I, I, I improved it in I three months. I don't know. Look, he bought his first life insurance policy when he was 13. Yeah, his whole lifetime. You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Became an agent at 
1964, his brother was already an agent paying $18,000 in premium in 1980. And I've said it many times, it's a legitimate question. That's over $50,000 in annual premium today. Who do you know that writes a $50,000 check for life insurance every year? I know some of them. I'd like to know more of them. So <laughs> uh, they're mostly my clients. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> There's a lot of people that do that I don't know. I'm just saying we typically don't know a lot of people. And and so how are you going to improve that? I mean, you're going to speak better English. You know, you're going to get a, a higher degree in forestry. Are you going to write more life insurance? Are you going to have more life insurance cause to be written than Nelson Nash? Are you going to are you going to convey his idea? simpler than he did mm. in a more straightforward more clear clearer. fashion than than 92 pages i mean i'm not saying it's the end all be all and you can't improve anything you can improve yourself how about that <laughs> i can improve myself both of us yeah right um i don't feel compelled to improve nelson's work and i don't know it ticks me a little bit or it makes me want to avoid him anyway the people who do Oh, yeah. yeah and saying. that's why, you know, those kinds of phone calls, it's like I'm just I'm getting to the point. I'm less and less interested every day in all of that. Um, yeah, no question. Like, it, as a matter of fact, it almost becomes like the hot stove, you know. I mean, how many times are you going to put your hand on the hot stove? Really, yeah, not more than once. Bleeding and blistered. And you, you know, how many times are you going you, to explain what's right or what's wrong based on, you know, the facts of the case? Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, that's why... <clears throat> this show exists you know that's one thing that you know you've helped me become okay with or embrace the idea that the amount of education that exists in one place right banking with life this this podcast um pretty you know pretty tough to beat there's a lot here there There's is a lot, a lot here. here. But you may have to listen to an episode more than once mm-hmm. because, you know, we talk about everything else because we have fun, you know, because we genuinely, you know, have. Yeah, if we're not enjoying this, it ain't going to be around for long, you know. We've got it. This has to be good for us before it's good for y'all <laughs> uh, or so. in order for it to be. But I think it is. I think that we're, you know, I if I'm driving and I want to get emotional, I think about what Nelson would have thought if he mm. had seen as, you know, what it's, how it's grown and. Yeah. All right, listen, well, anyway, we could talk all day, but I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm starving. Let's go eat. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening. We had fun. Hope you do too. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on the Banking with Life podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like and subscribe and click on that little notification bell. Otherwise, join us on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher for weekly content.